before sunrise. Gray water shines at dawn like November frost on a hayfield. The sun's colors have yet to blossom. Faint hues flecking the bay can fool even old, wise fishermen. Flex the rod, release tense line, feel the friction, and suppose this is all I need in life. This mullet-chasing mackerel and regal columns of pelicans flying low before sunrise. Hello, I'm Ken Hayda, and welcome to the Sunday Poems. This is episode number 45. That poem comes from my collection titled Margaritas and Redfish, published by Lamar University Press. I'd like to read a second poem from that same collection. At Mountain Fork River. From arcane depths, jagged boulders break the current, an upheaval still felt. At dusk, a fisherman arcs through hovering mist. Each cast slices damp air, fillets the backbone of memory. On dark shore, under gothic oak and pine, a charred pot, half filled with stale coffee, sits by a fire pit as flames become ash at Mountain Fork River and before sunrise in my book, Margaritas and Redfish. I want to return now to Jim Barnes's poetry. I read Jim Barnes's excellent poem, The Exact Center of the World, uh, two weeks ago on this program. And I want to uh, read a couple more. Actually, I want to read four more of his poems today. And I'm reading from his uh, latest collection titled Sundown Explains Nothing, New and Selected Poems. So the first poem I want to read is one of his newer poems. It's titled In Cabo San Lucas. It would be easy to disappear in Cabo's summer wind. Nobody seems to notice here the clouds above the town that smooth and reshape sad houses on the hill where birds have caulked the walls. Nothing the sea allows to remain remains. Hawks suffer the air and gulls forget their wings. Along the beach between last boats Children reject the sand. They want to reach some other shore and one by one fade into the blowing foam. A few last sails inbound and torn are straining hard toward home. It would be easy to let go, to drift with sun in tow on past the point of land you know to where all summers go. In Cabo San Lucas. What I like about Jim's poetry is he has this uncanny ability to see what is obvious to everyone, but to make extraordinary implications by the way he structures his poetry, by the inferences he leads the reader to understand and believe. The next one 
a different kind of sea. This is after the Great Plains. Nothing remains the same in this long land. Bird, fox, gully, grass, all are history as soon as the moon rises or the wind climbs. Tales told by shadows leaning toward a vista few eyes discern. What strikes the windshield hardest as you drive across is haze, distance claiming being as absolute as the grasshoppers crushed on the glass. There is no sameness to a land that paints itself different each dawn. The wind in your hair today becomes a mouse's breath four states beyond tomorrow. The river you ford could not be any river. Particular, it flows through the heart of the land. After the great plains, you are not the same. No matter which way you cross, something stays firmly with you. A sense hard to name. Like a pebble in the toe of your boot, you can't shake out in this life. Sweating it out on Winding Stair Mountain. The roots around your soul and eyes after too much bourbon twist sockets soar. This mountain's too high to cry sober on. The sky too wide to fill a brain. Three crows are wheeling up a peak. Cause crack thin air. Sweat ices its way down your spine. Last night love loomed as lonesome as a timber wolf. The face a mask you painted in your drunken dream. What's real is that one white, brittle moon you think you see pied against the coldest blue a summer has known. Nearly forty years and you've yet to learn that love is measured by the sun. There's no shade. The wind pulls at your hair. The sky burns black at sundown. You've got to go back down before the crows laugh you straight to hell. Sweating it out on Winding Stair Mountain. The last poem from Jim that I will read on the bridge at Fushmalin River. Many of Jim's works are set in southeast Oklahoma, as was my poem Mountain Fork River. And, of course, in Cabo San Lucas, and then his other poetry set and discovered and written in France and Europe and Italy, different places. Um, all of those great poems are collected in this collection titled Sundown Explains Nothing. New and Selected Poems, uh, just published by Stephen F. Austin, State University Press. I'll end with this poem. I've always liked this poem by Jim on the bridge at Fushmalin River. Forty feet below, the water stands as dull as dog days. No movement toward the lake, ten snaking miles away. You stand here full of hope you have always been told to have, with no regard for the ruined years those rabid foxes at your heels. 
You stop here whenever you have time. The river's pool is strong. The dark water, too thick and slow to reflect anything outside itself, sends a constant song. Worlds away, you always know the river is your home. You've never seen the river run toward its sea. Yet it moves at the touch when you take time to go down, lay your hands on the warm river, and speak to the current that flows into and through your blood. It has been years since you swam this muddy stream, and bearing a rock for ballast, walk the bottom straight across, bank to bank in the longest breath you ever held. Time and time again, as now, you dream that walk. This time it's real. You leave your clothes flapping on the rail and jump wide into the warm water and feel the river bottom wrap a gentle skin about your feet. As you break upward for breath, you taste the sweet meat of earth the river is made of and remember the earth and that you are home. On the bridge at Fushmalin River. Four poems by Jim Barnes from his new collection, Sundown Explains Nothing. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoy the program, and if you do, I hope you'll subscribe and pass the good word along to your friends. Until next week, I'm Ken Hayda with the Sunday Poems. <laughs>